here with okay i'm i'm gonna butcher this name chibi chibi who right <laughs> Chibi bot. <laughs> chibi bot. What? Well, you just said chibi bot, and I, I just said chibi who? Chibi bot. Chibi. You can say chibi. <laughs> okay, I, I have sort of like a northern accent, uh, kind of, because I, I'm from Wisconsin originally. Uh, so, uh, shoot, I, I, I just had a crazy day, uh, because, uh, you know, I, I just got a uh, poodle, a little oh, tiny wow. poodle. And uh, I was earlier testing out whether or not my cat that I've got over here, whether or not she will uh, like be uh, cool with it. Yeah, yeah. And it turns out she barely even notices it. It's like <laughs> those two, those two coexist in a way where they just don't even give a credit about each other. Which, hey, that is better than trying to rip each other apart. That is uh, true, especially when you have two two pets. Like you want to make sure they get along. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Especially when right now the poodle is the size of a hand. Yeah, uh, so very delicate. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you are just one of many costlers I've been talking to. I, I'm losing track of the amount of people. But when you yeah, checked out some yeah. of your stuff, I know a few of the people you uh, interviewed. Yeah, you know, it, I've been doing it so much to where I, I'm just kind of, it's just come, coming back around full circle. And I think a lot of that has to do with a lot of, or much of you being connected to Costly of Color, which yeah. has been doing an amazing job promoting a lot of amazing uh, uh, cosplayers, uh, different diverse backgrounds. Mm -hmm. And I just like, okay, I'll follow that person, I'll follow that person. And hey, you wanna hit them up if they wanna chat, or if not, then, uh, or not even just for podcasting. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's brought me to a lot of very, uh wonderful people and uh some that i have kind of uh got connected to after the re recording is over oh, nice. and even hung out with last night when i do uh virtual hangouts uh with uh the communities it's a wonderful thing to do especially in these times it's just a great way to keep everybody happy and sane while they get through things right. you are near 30,000 following on Instagram as a cosplayer Twitch affiliate. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Don't know how that happened. <laughs> well, hey, lady, you're there. Or at least if you're not there yet, then you're going to. But you have the luxury of doing making your hobby or your passion that you enjoy doing as sort of a day job or about to be day job. Yes, because I, I do. I work full time. So I'm a showroom manager full time. So I have like this two year plan where like, I would like to cut it down to one and a half years where I will be doing content creation full time. Just want to save up money. So, you know, I'm not like struggling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's, that is a thing happening uh, this year a lot. Or, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, luckily you are uh, still chugging along and it's just awesome. I mean, I've had a interview with a creative of color just right before you even talking about having a following or mm -hmm. having viewership on your content and knowing that, yeah, I think you're, the passion comes first and that's not something to uh, be obsessed about. But the fact that you do have an, and uh, you are... Yeah, you have accomplished so much which it mean it says a lot of positive things for what could uh come ahead for Thank the you. thing that you enjoy the most which right. i'm again i'm just really proud of you. Thank, uh, you thank you it's good to feel like 
like I put something out there that like I like and like other people like like it too it's like okay cool <laughs> yeah what got you wanting to start doing all this um well I always had a fashion background like I went to college for fashion and stuff and um I've also always been like a nerd I grew up on like anime video games and stuff so when I discovered what cosplay was and I realized that it was basically just mixing fashion and like your fandom, whatever it may be, comics, cosplay, video games, and kind of just creating a story or replicating a character through like clothing and styling and crafting. I was like, okay, this is definitely something I <laughs> want to do. So like I went, I cosplayed at my first con in like 2014. Well, that wasn't my first con. That was my first time cosplaying. And then, like, ever since then, I was like, okay, I really like this. <laughs> and, like, you meet more people, and it just becomes fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a way to get connected to other, like, my geeks at yeah, the cons. Exactly. That's what a lot of people are missing right now is the uh, conventions scene. But from what I've gathered, a lot of cosplayers have also found their way of sort of adapting to the times and still being able to get into costumes uh, whether or not they can have a large gathering with people they may they have small gatherings or maybe no gatherings but photo shoots or they think of other things to do right but, virtual things like all these virtual cons and panels and stuff yeah mm-hmm. have you uh done so like at, at conventions what are what is something that really attaches to you the most as a cosplayer um well for me because i'm like super into the cosplay like scene and community I do enjoy like going and pretty much just seeing everyone dressing up and seeing what everyone like came up with and like worked on and stuff a lot of the times it's like people that I follow so if they post a work in progress pictures it's like you get to see when you get actually get to the con like how it turned out I do like the panels though but I'm definitely a game room girl like I'm at conventions I'm usually found in the game room and most of the time but um I do like panels it's just hard like getting friends to come with me to panels because everyone's always doing their own thing and stuff but um yeah I, I'm, I'm more game room and cosplay <laughs> well I kind of get it because it's not against panels but in most panels you're you are sitting down on a chair listening to someone speak yeah and usually cosplayers they like to uh, run around do silly stuff or just hang out with people go to other places yeah exactly uh, meet friends of, yeah mm-hmm. pictures <laughs> Though there are panels or at least special events at cons that do invite cosplayers. Uh, I mean, the the cosplay contest and cosplay runaway, all those uh, things relating to cosplay is one. I know there is something in, at least in Anime Fest, it's a convention in Dallas I love going to. Really cozy, amazing, friendly anime convention. They have a lot of activities about cosplayers just pretending to be the characters they love. I think one of them is like cosplay chess. They have like this cosplay. That's that's a cool idea. (laughs) I I mean, a lot of it is just, it doesn't make it. So cosplay chess, it's like, there are two, I guess the panelists, they pretend to be the two people on the board and all the chess pieces are just a bunch of cosplayers. Really, it's just, hey, this person takes down this person. You just see the uh, cosplayers reenact their personality or the characters they're playing as. I mean, that's really what the main thing is about. To be honest, I, I don't even pay attention to the 
game to see who is winning because I know that's not important. <laughs> yeah, just uh, kind of seeing who who plays what position and stuff. There's like a lot of cool um interactive panels I've been seeing at cons more like uh working at like a fitness panels and like dancing stuff. So it's been pretty cool. Like instead of just like your your basic come in, sit down, watch a yeah, slideshow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I I get it. There's like uh, anime Jeopardy and all this stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. And then there's the whole thing about night, going at a convention at night where it gets even more crazy. But I, I usually- yeah. I'm, I'm big on the party life, the, the yeah. con after parties and stuff. So that's a lot of really fun things that are just absent now, kind of. What yeah. I mean kind of is that people are finding ways to adapt safely, or at least that I think or that I know of. I, I still think there are ways we can just keep ourselves going, even though mm-hmm. we can't go to cons for how, no, I mean, for how long it, it takes, really, we don't know what 2021 will look like. Exactly. Uh, and the first con of the year which is magfest most of the time um is already canceled so everyone's kind of just already like oh okay <laughs> which is fine it's like safety first totally get yeah. it it's just um like even me i've been writing this article about the same thing we're talking about how like cosplayers and content creators are like um dealing with all of this and for me i'm just more worried about like like artists and stuff like the people who use like the art artist alley and stuff to like make new customers and get money that's what I'm more like, oof. <laughs> that is an I interesting- I people like rely on cons. That Photographers is, and yeah. yeah, that that is actually a really interesting point because mm-hmm. vendors, they have suffered the most, kind of. Mm-hmm. And why I still say kind of is that you do see vendors even adapting to it. They have, I mean, Facebook- uh, has their own marketplace but not even just facebook but it, whether it be etsy uh instagram now too <laughs> yeah instagram instagram there are there are yeah. i mean there are platforms on the internet where you could still distribute uh, goods mm-hmm. even have your own website if you want right and, and yeah not having convention takes away some of the publicity that you would get of just random attendees walking by and seeing your stuff. You have to really utilize the internet more, which is stuff that not everybody enjoys doing because the internet is full of crazy things. Uh, I mean, I I, I could uh, even say something about, uh, well, I mean, there it's... I, I've I've spoken so much about this to a lot of cosplayers, and not not that I'm trying to push it on them, but mm-hmm. I you know knowing I do this because I care about all of you, and uh, with I am a big advocate for Black Lives Matter and mm-hmm. support for diversity, people of color who uh, deserve to be treated like people. And I've had, through these interviews, I've had mixed message, not mixed messages, but people having their own experiences as a Black Mm -hmm. cosplayer or an Asian cosplayer, whether or not they feel looked down upon or or not um, Mm -hmm. inside the scene. And then, of course, there is outside the scene. And... The internet can be uh, definitely not a friendly place. And that's where, uh, more so than being in person sometimes. Yeah, because most of the time trolls won't say things to your face. (laughs) Yeah. 
Because y'all beat the crap out of them. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like, but yeah, I've definitely, I mean, like you said, especially as a Black cosplayer, that just, unfortunately, still in 2020, comes with the territory of just putting yourself out there online. Like, you always get those comments about the character not being Black or something's not accurate or just completely just like unshielded racism for no reason like sometimes I guess with me I kind of try and like not give them that negative attention sometimes like sometimes things that they say are just so ridiculous like I have to laugh because I'm just like like why did you take the time out of your day to like be so racist it's just like how like how is this what you're doing with your time but um yeah it's it's it, it sucks it sucks because you know other cosplayers don't have to deal with that and it is something that like pretty much we all go through. So I think that's why it's good that we kind of have our own network and we're kind of building our own kind of socialness within each other so we can promote each other instead of waiting for others. <laughs> so uh, what are you specifically doing to kind of keep yourself going? Well, there's no uh, cons. Mm-hmm. As he said, like not trying to give them the time, which is good because you have, from what I can see, way too much love and support to <laughs> wasting your time on all this, uh, not or all the this crud. I mean, that that's kind of the thing. What I mean, every cosplayer is faced the question is like, how do I keep my work up? Because there's prints. I mean, I mean, there are cosplayers who are uh, raunchy and they go on OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether or not that's something you enjoy doing, but. Mm-hmm. There are platforms out there where people could still interact and sell content. And then yeah. you've got your Twitch uh, uh, channel as well. So, I mean, you've got yes. places. Uh, That's what I've been like kind of shifting my focus to is more my streaming because like you said, like, yeah, I can cosplay and do my own shoots and stuff, but it's it's kind of just not the same fulfillment of like putting together this big cosplay and going out to a con where more people will see you you'll get more for you know more different photographers and stuff instead of like sharing my stuff to my same audience because it's the same people following me but um yeah I've been trying to just kind of shift my gears to like do more streaming and then also keep up content cosplay wise kind of just balancing it but I I do think that this uh whole quarantine COVID situation has definitely pushed me to focus on my Twitch more which I do enjoy because I made affiliate this year and I've been streaming for a while. So it was good to like find a little focus in that. And a lot of my friends started streaming now too. So it's pretty cool to see. Yeah. Yeah. And even you could kind of combine the two. And from what I know of cosplayers, they can use their Twitch channel to do uh, cosplay workshops or uh, Mm -hmm. painting. Uh, But what do you do with your Twitch? I'm more of a gamer. I'm really into like a PlayStation 2 games. So my premise when I started was to play a bunch of like old PlayStation 2 games like Sims Herbs and uh, Persona 4 I've been playing. Um, What else have I been playing for PS2? Like Tack and the Power Juju, Bully, all those like really old classic games. But um, besides that, I've been playing Yakuza a lot. (laughs) more gaming but um I did my first cosplay stream because I did a subathon so I dressed as Starfire and I streamed for like eight hours in cosplay so I think that's like a monthly thing I'm gonna start doing and then my next big cosplay build which will be hopefully I start next month I'm gonna be streaming me working on that too so I think it's cool to like mix my two different you know contents with each other 
Do you, two birds and one stone. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever kind of have that point where you are Twitch streaming, just playing games, but in a costume and either maybe the costume gets heated up or uh, you, your hands are slippery from the gloves? Yeah, like I thankfully, and that's why I picked Starfire for the first one because the, the room that I stream it actually gets really hot. <laughs> so it's like, okay, let me pick something that like, and it was a subathon, so I knew I'd be streaming a while. So I was like, okay, let me pick something comfortable that's still cosplay. You know, I don't think I wore the wig. I think I just had like my natural hair with the cosplay. So it was like, it wasn't too like fidgety because <laughs> I know if I do that, then I will end up not streaming long because I'll be just over it. <laughs> I mean, that could be an intense challenge, you know, sweating while uh, playing. <laughs> right. I'm sure people would love to see that. Yeah, I got to give that person a wedgie. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. But uh, you got a lot of amazing shots. I mean, just even looking at uh, that. I mean, cosplay is for uh, a grip, but you also have a shot of just you and your uh, little uh, gaming station. It's just a really nice oh, yeah. that. <laughs> That's actually, um. so there's this place in uh, by, it's like downtown in New York. It's called OSNYC. And I'm like cool with a lot of the people that work there. And um, they do a lot of uh, streaming events for other people. Like they produce streaming events for other like uh, esports teams and stuff. So I was able to use their streaming booth. And that's like, the best streaming booth ever it's a really good setup but um but yeah I, I love that place like they're really supportive of like up-and-coming streamers they let people who do podcasts like you like go there and record and stuff so really cool to check out and it's also just like a gaming cafe like computer setups and everything that's really cool and yeah i mean how they even worked that with COVID and everything well that that was Actually, that had to have happened in Jan. That picture was probably in January, I believe. Like okay. right before. Yeah, because the people I was working on something and the people I was working on had left New York right before the uh, quarantine hit. Yeah, that had to have been like February, January-ish. It's funny how like this year, it's, it's, we're already almost in like December. <laughs> just one blur well, halloween isn't here yet i mean you gotta be spooky if you if that's <laughs> right exactly. uh, which i know a lot of kids like to dress up at this time and go out for trick-or-treating mm -hmm. not doing that myself i'm keeping that yeah, yeah especially with the, the little pup with the cat and that was not the best time for that no. <laughs> a lot of my friends are doing um like i know my my friends this podcast group called land party they're going to be streaming scary movies all day on halloween um a lot of my friends are doing like virtual things <laughs> which is good no i i think it's good just keeping yourself happy and motivated exactly you're still in the spirit of things and you're still with friends technically yeah but uh I, i'm just really I, I mean in general i'm just really proud of you there's nothing else i i can even say about that but you're really talented cosplayer you know with all these different shoots you got and uh, probably expensive lighting too like some of these uh i mean maybe you borrowed another studio but i'm trying to well my i have a photographer he's my yeah. friend but like he he's like a professional photographer but he's also a nerd like me so he enjoys getting to do yeah like he shot that yeah 
like yeah like this this is, yeah. has a lot of like really cool effects going on here he loves getting his usual like work photography wise is like you know like a e-commerce really plain boring stuff so he likes getting to work with like different cosplayers and stuff because it's fun for him <laughs> he gets to experiment with his lighting and all that stuff and for so those so listening the cosplay i was just uh referring to it was uh what, what's this character lilith is that yeah lilith from dark stalkers a video okay game oh uh like no, i know dark i know dark stalkers but for some reason i didn't recognize that character i i guess yeah she's like a she's a side character to morrigan you've probably seen her she has like the black yeah. suit with like the teal hair yeah i mean i didn't i've played not really dark stalkers but marvel versus capcom and then i i remember seeing the dark stalkers cartoons there was two of them there was an anime and then there was like an american cartoon where merlin was involved and morgan had a russian accent oh wow i feel like that that like works i can definitely see her with a russian accent no it it was it was dumb it it was oh it didn't work (laughs) It was, it's like one of those cheesy, like, uh, 70s car, like, uh, what, what's an, what's one of, I would say Johnny Cat, not, not Johnny Cat. Well, maybe a version oh, Johnny, of Johnny Cat. Oh, uh, Johnny, the, 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 like, he's, like, exploring with, like, a group yeah. of people. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, it's got, like, the animation of Scooby. It, it's a. Yeah, like a really old school yeah, animation yeah, style. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no. I, I think people who love Darkstalkers, they'll either be cool with it or they'll hate the heck out of it. But mm-hmm. that was just something that happened back in the day. They had a lot of family cartoons based off of what is either adult or teen raid properties. Because I think oh, wow. they even had a kid-friendly Mortal Kombat TV show. Oh, I think I vaguely remember that. No, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. They had even kids' costumes for that cartoon that's funny yeah and you, you mentioned before when we before even starting this interview like as i've even said in the beginning of have being connected to people that you even know how i mean how is this even for you just kind of did, are, are all these people did you like meet them at cons or are pretty much all all these people you're uh mentioning are they all from cosplay of color and you did you just kind of grow this circle pretty much through this pandemic yeah i feel like twitter has been the main place well twitter and instagram but um a few years back someone started a hashtag during february called 28 days of black cosplay and each year that like that event goes on and everyone posts and does their hashtags and stuff so that i remember maybe like two years ago specifically like that one year there was just like such a really big influx of like new black cosplayers so like everyone kind of added each other around the same time and kind of just grew this little circle, this little like, there's like different circles within the circle, but like, because we're all like POC, we kind of just like, everyone follows each other kind of thing. So we kind of just met each other through there. Luckily, I do have like a few of my cosplay friends that do live in New York with me. So I do get to see people physically (laughs) since the last con which is nice but it's only two of them everyone else I really just like know online or just people from my twitch or discord that I've been chatting with yeah besides that I'm just going to work and coming home (laughs) yeah no I I'm staying here I'm keeping my butt in the middle of nowhere part of Mm -hmm. Texas I I I don't there are cons that are actually still happening and I'm not Mm -hmm. ever thinking about attending them right now I think the Ren Fair for example happened 
Oh wow, that's crazy. And yeah. it's sad too because there was so many things this year. I was supposed like I was Anime Expo it was gonna be my first Anime Expo, my first Dragon Con, um, and my first Ren Fair upstate in New York, and that got canceled too. <laughs> I was like, oh, not over here in Texas. It happened, I think. Oh my god, I know yeah. Texas and like Florida. They're kind of like not canceling much <laughs> it's kind of in california well okay <laughs> i i once so the the ones with sense uh anime fest and dallas comic show they've been pushing back in fact dallas or dallas sorry dallas fan expo mm -hmm. pushed itself back from march or may yeah may to september already mm -hmm. so they're not even betting on the first half of this year being or first half of next year being okay yeah yeah, I believe Katsu was moved as well. I think I read that somewhere. Something else was moved to like June of next year. That's usually in like February, which is cool. Like that's good because yeah. I know a lot of these conventions like renting these places and changing dates is not <laughs> not easy yeah. or cheap. <laughs> yeah, do you do you feel like when all this is over with, with all the people you've been connected to online? Because I had this feeling too of the the specifically the people that I've kind of have a progress have had a progressive relationship since after mm -hmm. uh, interviewing them or even just all the other people that I've been connected to this year and grown some type of a friendship with uh do you feel like hey you want when the, all this is over I just want to have a big party with everybody in person <laughs> we all get drunk we'll uh, probably smoke weed yes <laughs> exactly i mean everyone's been kind of just counting down to like the next con and that's like i know we all know like safety first and you know like we get why the cons are being canceled but we're also everyone's just like talking to each other like oh my god i can't wait till i see you we're gonna party which is true because it's for a lot of these conventions those are the only times where some people like not everyone is lucky like me to have like local friends that are also into that scene or whatever so these conventions people travel and a lot of times that's the only time they see like these friends that they've made for years online so it's it's sad because it's like you know sometimes that's their escape like you know that one weekend when they're away from everything and they can just be whoever they want but they can't do that <laughs> now or all year and you know i'm sure a lot of people are like really feeling it especially the those who like have convention friends like that they only see during conventions it's sad yeah, I I mean I, I want to definitely say that. I guess something that I've I've gathered is that you can still connect with your friends and kind of keep spirits up even from a distance. And that's what I've uh, done with these virtual hangouts, even just bringing new faces in. It's kind of brought in so sort of a warmth uh, community. And I'm I wouldn't put it past that cosplayers are doing that too probably doing some virtual cosplay larp or something that yeah even if it's not I know they're doing a yeah cosplay contest like virtual contests virtual panels but a cost a virtual larp would be cool too oh well i know a lot of like D, &D players they're real that's all virtual now like there's like whole discord set up for that now but um yeah. yeah i think i think that's that's the way to go and i feel like people are adjusting especially now that we're in what we're in october you know like a lot of people thought you know it was just gonna be first of the summer or something but like I feel like now people are like, okay, we got to make sure we're 
finding ways to still connect and do these events and create these community things like tournaments even like video game people like um all these tournaments that they would be going to to be winning money and stuff like those are all done and I actually participated in a online tournament yesterday it's a I'm in this all girl check-in uh FGC group thing so they did their first like virtual tournament and that was really cool kind of you know tricky because everyone's communicating through discord and stuff it gets kind of but you know things like that you have to adapt because otherwise you're just going to be sitting there waiting not playing not doing anything yeah and you got the right mindset lady i mean the, the fact that you're growing the way you are uh, means that uh you have achieved it and i'm just really proud of you uh thank you thank you do you uh, now, now you mentioned New York, and I think I don't know what it's like over in New York. I think New York is okay right now. I I don't know, but uh, uh, there's certain neighborhoods that are like yeah. spiking, and then there's also I mean new cases here daily, but we're not hearing much about it. And I feel like everyone's kind of just like, oh, okay, well, you know, it's over. <laughs> but I mean, people are still wearing masks and stuff, which yeah. is good. It's just I don't know how long we're gonna last being normal because <laughs> numbers are going back up so yeah no they're they'll be back up being more lax halloween and is going to infect a lot of people i will tell you that yeah for sure because memorial day affected a lot of people back yeah. then so yeah. i know now memorial you got a blog like, <laughs> uh, yeah you uh, you mentioned earlier that you did some uh articles it's it called the daily quirk Oh yeah, so I used to uh, write. I don't. I think they're taking a break. Their website's yeah. taking a break, but it was a blog through Quirktastic. So I used to be a writer for them, and I would like write up different things for different cosplayers. But this person from um, Make Magazine actually contacted me to do an article on how cosplayers and content creators are handling this whole pandemic situation, how we're adjusting and things like that, which I actually have to work on today, which is funny. <laughs> but yeah, so it's good that we had this talk. This talk. This is this is insightful. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, looking at it, you got lots of things on your plate, and uh, I think that's great. Where even in in your house, you're finding things to just keep yourself happy, and also keep yourself motivated to getting right. to the point where what you love is pretty much paying everything. Uh, and mm -hmm. I, I I hope it really. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm betting on it, but I also really hope it gets to that point. Uh, yes, thank you yeah, yeah. i think I, I set a good goal instead of like rushing myself like oh by the end of this year i'm like okay like yeah that's something let me yeah. just yeah, yeah work on what i'm doing and steadily save and then i'll be comfortable to leave my job and just do this full time because <laughs> a lot of my friends like with this pandemic they either lost their job or decided to like leave their job and like they're struggling because it's like it's not easy to do content creation full time so it's it becomes like a you have to give and take or plan out really before you just leap into no job <laughs> yeah but you you got it and i'm just really happy and excited for you, you. It, yeah the the thing is there's a lot of content creators out there trying to uh, do hey like for like follow for follow uh do yeah all exactly yeah mm -hmm. So that's something to pretty much avoid when trying to get yourself out there. And, uh, but you're definitely doing that. Uh, where do people follow your stuff? Um, 
on Instagram, you can follow me at Chibi Thought with a zero instead of an O. Twitter is Chibi Thought with a O. And my Twitch is Chibi Thoot. <laughs> so it's T H O O T. I like that. Chibi I have, yeah, my 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 link tree is usually in all my pages, but everything else is just like my Kofi page and my I have a print shop and stuff, but my link tree is in the bio of all my pages. So you guys can find me there. Yeah, yeah. I I I mean it, it's working out for you, so I think uh more people will as you grow. Uh so this will be uploaded onto many platforms. And I do have Linktree myself, Linktree slash Pondsbus. Pretty much if it's a audio platform that hosts a podcast, this will be on there. Uh and there yeah, there will be oh well, what am I trusting? Uh, in addition to that, uh, I do have a YouTube for video segments of the podcast to be uploaded on there. Facebook, Pondspress, Instagram, Pondspress, Twitter, at ChasePond64. Uh, now, you mentioned earlier about virtual cosplay contests, and I so happen to be running a virtual event in a couple of weeks. And that oh, wow. is Extra Life with Pondspress on November 7th, November 8th. And it's, yeah, it is. It's 24 hours of... A lot of fun things going on revolving around games, playing uh, Jackbox games, tournament among us, uh, and having it game developers show off games for other people to experience. Okay, that sounds really A cosplay contest that is virtually run by the amazing DFW Catwoman, Black Princess Peach, and Frostbite, Frostbite cosplay. Nice. Uh, and a lot of other things going on. Of course, you can check that all out again, facebook.com slash Pondspress for the event or eventbrite.com slash Extra Life with Pondspress. Lady. Yeah, you, I'll definitely check that link out. Of course. Uh, lady. Fun. Yeah, it, it will It will be fun. I, I cannot wait. I'll, I'll not be sleeping for 24 hours. And by the end of it, just me and my co-host are just going to be pretending to slap each other with a, a slice of toast. That'll be... <laughs> That'll be exciting. Yeah, yeah, I have a lovely relationship with my co-host. We're like a brother and sister always arguing with each other, but that's why this will be so much fun. Lay, you are wonderful. And even though I am just talking to a word, I can tell there's... sorry. Thank you. No, I make that as an option, but uh, I, I can tell a very uh, incredible woman is behind that word. Uh, <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> and yeah you, you just have just a wonderful rest of your day and you know i'll you too. Like, yes definitely you. send me everything and also send me the link for that event right i'd love to check it out and share it and stuff of course you have a good one